welcome back to another episode of Limbless MD, the podcast that's going to take you from good to extraordinary. We talk about biohacking and human optimization. We talk about mindset and self-development. We talk about financial freedom and more importantly, financial abundance. We talk about becoming a, 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 a student of the world, a nomad, a person who can work from anywhere and have location freedom. And finally, we talk about vitality and health freedom and, and taking your health and your life to that next, next level. So with that said, guys, I'm really excited about this episode. We're going to talk about the 17 principles of success. This was derived from my main man, Napoleon Hill, the godfather of self-development. He is a master, a maestro, an architect, a founder of this movement called self-development of mindset of motivation. And what he did was, you know, in the early 1900s, he crafted these principles by interviewing the world's most successful people, including the famous Andrew Carnegie. And I want to take these 17 principles and ask you guys, are you living these? Are you applying these? How many of these do you have in your life? And I would say a direct correlation of your success in life is how, how many of these principles are part of your DNA. What if you could reclaim hours of free time each week, create legacy building wealth, and devote more energy to your passion projects without giving up on your career as a life-saving MD? My name is Vikram Raya, functional cardiologist, high-performance coach, and real estate expert. And I'm here to give you the tools, strategies, and solutions you need to transform your life so you can unlock your limitless potential and achieve greatness all the while freeing up your precious time. Welcome to Limitless MD. Let's dive in. If you're a physician who's making good money, but you're feeling stuck in your current situation, or if you're tired of feeling just comfortable and are ready to pivot toward that freedom and wealth lifestyle you always wanted, then I want to introduce you to my newest program. It's called the Physician Wealth Accelerator, also known as PWA. In PWA, you're going to learn the strategies to gain more passive and active income. You'll learn how to free up 10 plus hours a week to pursue your passions and side gigs. If this resonates with you, then I want to personally invite you to join our elite community of high achieving doctors in the Physician Wealth Accelerator. This is a completely free coaching group where you'll be around other professionals in the medical field who are like you and looking to uplevel their life. You'll get access to live monthly masterclasses, live Q&As, and all of my best personal resources, as well as Access my new app to help you become limitless. If you want to check it out, there will be a link in the show notes for you. Just click it and you'll be able to join this exclusive community of high-performing docs. Looking forward to connecting with you on the inside. So with that said, let's start with the first one, definiteness of purpose. What does that mean? That means you have a major purpose in your life. You're not a ship without a sail just wandering aimlessly in the bay or harbor you actually are live a directed and a scripted life you're going toward a goal an mtp a major transformative purpose and your life has meaning and there's a journey that's purposeful so if you have that that will ensure success number two a mastermind the principle of the mastermind has been around for you know uh thousands of years. It's essentially a group of like-minded individuals that are coming together to compel, impel, propel uh, 
the common goals of the group forward. And so these are like-minded individuals who are high performers, and usually they're 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 sharing best practices, knowledge, advice, counsel, and you can lean upon them and to learn and and grow. And they're usually people of the same level. They're your peers. And they don't necessarily have to be friends, but they're definitely people you you respect. And there's several examples of this, but um, the, the mastermind principle is really where, you know, there's four people in the group, but all together, there's like this fifth voice that comes because of the synergy of all the people. And, and it's a very powerful thing that successful people have been doing for decades and, and hundreds of years. Okay, next is applied faith. You must have faith to be successful because essentially you're taking a figment of your imagination, a thought, and you're converting that over time into a reality, something you can hold in your hand. If you can think in your mind, you can hold in your hand, right? But how does that happen? You have to have faith and you have to apply that faith consistently. And, uh, you know, we can call it unwavering faith, if you will, but it, it's without a doubt knowing that there'll be trials, tribulations, setbacks, and, and falls on that road to that manifestation, but you're not, you're not, uh, you're not slowing down. You're not pulling back. You're, 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 you're going until, right? And so that's called applied faith. Next is going the extra mile. You know, um, the person uh, who came up with the KFC restaurants, right? Um, the colonel, if you will, he um, had this recipe for uh, fried chicken. And, you know, he was relatively okay, doing fine in his 30s, 40s, 50s. But at 65, you know, when the industry was changing, his chicken recipe, he went to like, I think, I don't know, 50 locations, franchises to sell his recipe. And finally, the, you know, <clears throat> the 60th one said yes. And he was able to, you know, do that. And that became that Kentucky Fried Chicken franchise. And it was that perseverance uh, that really made it happen. Same thing um, with Walt Disney. Walt Disney was turned down by, I think, so many banks. And finally, like by pers persevering and persisting, he, he got the bank to say yes to his dream of creating Disney World. So, Going the extra mile is is the fourth principle of success. Next is a pleasing personality. If you're a turd, if you're you know an a hole, then <laughs> no one's going to want to work with you, right? Having a a charismatic, pleasing personality that people want to be around is very important for success. And I think that's pretty self sufficient in, in that in that concept. Personal initiative. No one's going to come save you guys. You're going to have to save yourself. That means you're going to have to take that initiative yourself to keep moving forward. And, you know, expecting others to, you know, swoop in and save you, to, to, to help you. Great. People can help you along the way, but it's your own personal initiative that is really the foundation for success and the engine for success, if you will. Next, number seven is a positive mental attitude, Right. You can have a negative mental attitude. You can have a positive mental attitude. Both are your choice. Which one you think will serve you more? The positive mental attitude is great. You know, people who are, again, this is part of the pleasing personality in a way, but having this attitude that, you know, I can do it. I, I must do it. I will do it. Um, I will be a success. You know, I, I, life is good. The universe is benevolent versus, you know, sinister. 
these are just choices in your mind to make. And you can believe the, you know, the, you can look at the world through rose colored glasses or, you know, dark colored glasses, but just making that intentional choice for that positive slant on life will yield sort of bountiful re rewards uh, by you choosing that. Next is enthusiasm, right? And these are, some of these are sort of corollaries, they overlap, but we, we can talk about it. Enthusiasm. Uh, there's people who are <clears throat> successful, but, you know, but they're not as necessarily enthusiastic. The people who are enthusiastic are sometimes more successful or they're consistently more successful. Um, enthusiasm is infectious. Uh, you can, you know, I'll give you an example. Um, the person, there's a, there's a movie called Life is Beautiful. It's about this guy. Um, and the actor, I think, is Roberto Benigni. I believe was actor, but he played this character in this movie where uh, they were going to a concentration camp um, in during the Nazis during World War II, and he wanted to make sure his 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 family didn't suffer, and so he made it all a game. He made it fun, and he was showing so much enthusiasm for his children that they didn't feel the true weight and the gravity of what was happening. Right? They were actually. Their, their food was being rationed. They were, you know, people were being slaughtered and it was all a game for his children because he made it a game and that enthusiasm and joy is like amazing. And when he was getting his Oscar award for best actor, he literally jumped up on stage. He was so enthusiastic, so happy. And literally that's how he lives his life as a, as, as an actor even. And, and it's, it's, it was so infectious and so charming and so, uh, amazing to see and that's the kind of life you want to do you want to just have this joy that's just exuding out of your pores and sometimes it's hard to do always but the more you can harness that and and uh, you know give that to the world the more you'll be successful all right next one number nine self-discipline right discipline is usually a bad word in most people's dictionaries they say discipline is restrictive discipline is Controlling, it's not creating, not allowing for spontaneity, for freedom, but actually here's the truth. And it's a, it may seem like a paradox, but it's not. Jocko Willink, one of my mentors, um, who's a former Navy SEAL says this, discipline equals freedom. That's right. Discipline equals freedom. Why do you say that, Vic? Well, think about it this way. If you create all the necessities in life that you want to accomplish and you create those into your schedule, then all the other free time you you have because you've created the musts are getting done. So all the shoulds or the get tos or the I would love to have have space to live and breathe. And so uh, by actually having the discipline in your life, you'll actually create more freedom and more joy, and you'll create more um, self respect because you're 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 saying things in your mind that you're going to do and you're actually doing them. All right. We're chugging along here, my friends. We went from one to nine and now number 10, accurate thinking. What is accurate thinking? Let me, let me, let me share with you how I think about accurate thinking. There's two ways, right? Think about it. You can over, over analyze, or you can underanalyze the situation and you, you don't want either. You want to actually think about it. It's not, it's not better than it is. It's not worse than it is. It's actually the, the my reflection of what I'm seeing is pretty accurate. So over analysis is, um, is, uh, basically you're, you're overconfident. You're I'm talking over analysis is what we call analysis paralysis. So analysis of paralysis is essentially you get to the point where there's 
you know, there's too many choices or too much knowledge and you have a difficulty making decision. And that paralysis of that decision can allow you to miss out on very powerful opportunities. So I guess what you want to do is, you know, not, you sort of want to be, you know, you, there's a graph and it's like going down, down, down as more choices happen. But after a certain number of choices, you don't need any more choices. You just need to decide and, and move forward. Because as more choices happen, you, it's hard for you to make that decision. That's called paradox of choice. On on the converse is a concept called uh, under analysis, right? You, you get overconfident. And, and there's four stages of this kind of thinking. And I'll, I'll, I'll briefly state it. There's unconscious incompetence, right? You don't know what you don't know. And you're not aware of anything else. Then there's conscious incompetence, meaning, oh my God, I don't look at all the stuff I don't know. And now you become aware of it. Then there's conscious competence. You've worked hard enough to where you're, you're actively using your mind to achieve a certain result, but it's, it's requiring a lot of energy and time because it's still new to you and you don't have, you haven't mastered the skills yet. And finally you end with unconscious competence where, man, I can drive a car, stay on the phone, you know, eat a sandwich and, you know, talk to my neighbor all at the same time. Right. Because I know that driving a car is now a second nature to me or hitting that golf ball, second nature, or, you know, uh, doing those math problems, man, I can do in my sleep. So it, it takes a journey to get to that. Now, the, the under analysis comes when you, th- you get overconfident in stage one, when you're up, um, unconscious incompetence. And so you have to just be very wary where you make decisions with limited information and not knowing the true scope of things. Okay. So over under analysis, we just talked about that. That's the accurate thinking concept. Next is controlled attention. And the way to think about it is, this, you know, uh, don't chase all those shiny objects, right? There's only the mighty few versus the trivial many. So focus on the, the few things that will get you the most results. Again, similar to the 80-20 rule, right? 20% of the results, uh, I mean, 20% of your actions get you 80% of the results. So laser focus on those 20, and right? And then procrastinate intensely on the other 80%. Uh, teamwork, right? Uh, a te- I, I really believe in many aspects of life, in business, and, and in how we structure, you know, the, the roles we have, a team is, is essential. I've, I built a, you know, multi-hundred million dollar real estate company. And I did that because I had a team. I built a functional medicine clinic and I had a team to do that. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing this podcast. I can never do it by myself. I have amazing people who help me. Um, you know, my family, uh, that's a team, right? In a way, your, your kids, your wife, or whoever is in your family. Um, you know, I have a, a team of mentors, you know, a tribe of mentors who, who, who pour into me. And then now I get to pour out to you guys. So uh, everything is because I've stood on the shoulders of giants, right? And so a team is essential. So learning to find a good team, creating a team, a synchronous, synchronous, synchronized team, a synergized team, right? A complementary team of different skill sets is, is highly important. Again, that's number 12 to being successful. 13, learning from adversity and defeat. Failure is not final. It's formative, right? Um, I got this from uh, Pyle, uh, 
who is uh, the CEO and founder of ClassPass. Uh, we're at a conference together and she was giving a, a keynote presentation on how she created this company out of scratch. And in five years, it became a billion dollar valuation. And, and she said, really, data and success are nothing but just, they're, they're, uh, I mean, um, yeah, failure and success are nothing but just data points. And so if you just look at that, you can just build on these things. So uh, adversity and defeat are part of the process versus an alternative course of how outcomes should happen. No, uh, the you build on those things, right? The you the failure is just feedback and you you stack on those failures to achieve your ultimate success. And if you don't have the failures, in fact, a lot of times success is hollow or it's it's transient because you didn't it's not earned and it's not it's the foundation not strong so i really believe in adversity and defeat as the stepping stones for success all right guys we're coming down to the last few creative vision what is that in life you need to envision what you want and there's a process called visioneering creative visualization where you know you do a mind map you 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 do a vision board you you write out in your journal how do you want your life to be? And having that vision is 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 essentially you're creating the future before it happens, and you're sending that out to the universe. You're sending it to the world. You're declaring what you want, and your subconscious mind starts working. Your reticular activating system starts working, um, and you start manifesting that. And it's not airy fairy. It's more like you know you're more attuned to certain things. Because the the destination is clear, right? Uh, clarity creates power, right? And um, and then progress creates happiness. So as you're making these iterative small steps toward this goal, this vision you've created, you're going toward that. You know where you're going. You know there's there's some detours, and it's usually not a straight line, but you can see the vision, and it, and again, the goal is to eventually to manifest that. And, you know, in, in life, there's a visionary and there's an integrator sometimes in any company and, and you need both. So it's good to have the vision, but you also need to execute on the vision as well. All right. Number 15, maintenance of sound health. As a cardiologist, as a physician, as a functional medicine doctor, as a biohacker, uh, I find this to be absolutely essential. This is the horsepower that's going to drive the vehicle for your success in life, in business, in health, in your relationships, you need sound health. And I would say, you know, excellent and outstanding health, right? Uh, I want you to essentially have energy to burn. Um, you're like firing on all cylinders. You have your neurotransmitters in check. Your hormones are, are ready to go. Your cardiovascular strength is powerful, right? Your muscles are, 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 are primed and ready. Your core is strong. Um, your sleep is, 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 is optimized and imagine in your nutrition is enriching, having all this together in a synergistic way, boom, nothing can stop you on this earth. All right. Number 16, budgeting time and money overspending or underspending are both criminal, right? If you overspend, then essentially you have no money for the things that matter that are going to move your life forward. If you underspend, then you're being too cheap and che being cheap is actually expensive. Right? I got that from one of my friends. Um, he says being cheap is expensive. So if you're cheap on your education, cheap on coaching, cheap on uh, things that are going to uplevel your life, cheap on things that are going to give you joy, right? And meaning, 
then you're actually robbing yourself of really the elixir of life. And so be targeted with your spending, right? Don't overspend or underspend, but spend on things that matter that are going to move the needle forward. Also invest um, and, and then be careful. Uh, and as you budget your time, money, and energy. Okay. And finally, guys, number 17, right? We're wrapping it up here. You guys excited? This is it. Your habits define your life. Several books on this. Obviously, the one of my favorites is by James Clear, uh, Atomic Habits. Phenomenal book. But really, look, you, habits are automatic. The question is, what are, are these habits serving you or are they, you know, um, are they causing you to have problems, right? Or are they, are they holding you back? So create these powerful habits. Another book I love is called Og Mandino, the greatest sales within the world. It talks about habit formation as well, but really uh, I've, I've installed these behaviors, these, uh, meta programs called habits in my, in my body, in my life. And now I, it's almost automatically inching my life forward toward the success, toward the envisioned life that I'm looking for. So build these programs out and you can never delete a, a habit. It's almost like you have to replace it. It's hard to delete habits. You can replace them. Right. Um, and, and that's what you need to do. And we all have habits. We want to continue to improve upon and we have habits we need to sort of eliminate or just reduce. And so having an awareness in life, that introspection and, and that, inner compass so you know what's going right what's going wrong and what you need to improve is really the critical critical piece to success okay and with that my friends you guys can become truly limitless you got the 17 principles of success i broke them down to you in detail maybe more than detail than you wanted but i hope it serves you let's keep accelerating let's keep going and this is vikram raya your host for limitless md i'll catch you on the next episode peace Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Limitless MD. If you found value from this episode, I encourage you to share this episode with a friend and let me know by leaving a review. For more information, make sure you check out the links in the show notes below or simply visit VikramRaya.com. So until next time, my friends, be phenomenal.